Well, hey there, this is Keith. Listen, before we start the episode today, I just wanted to take a moment and speak directly to anyone who might be listening who's still in the closet. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is that's perfectly okay. Do what is best for you when it is best. Never let anyone else pressure you in this decision. But let's say that you are thinking about coming out, or there's a part of you that really does want to come out, but you want to do so very carefully, very slowly, very strategically, and even very selectively. Well, if that's you, my friend, I've got you covered. I want you to go to the show notes and use a link there to check out my Selective Outage Method digital course. I think you're going to be surprised, and I believe it'll help you as you plan your coming out. All right, let's get on with the podcast. Our topic today is grief. Yes, I know, it's not a very pleasant or enjoyable topic. But let's be honest. It's a topic that we all experience. It's a topic that we all will go through in life. So, maybe it's a little helpful if we know some things about it. Today, I'm going to share with you the five stages of grief, which you may or may not have already heard, but I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do it briefly. Most of our time today, truthfully, is going to be spent on me sharing with you some lessons, some keys that I have learned over 30-plus years of working with people, many times, that are going through the grief of life. So, If this is of any interest to you and you want to learn some things or even be reminded some things, I encourage you to grab a cup of coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat. This is Coffee with Keith. Hi, I'm Dr. J.P. Fred. Just call me. For the last 30 plus years, I've had the opportunity to speak, teach, and perform for audiences all across the United States. Side note, I'm also a professional comedy entertainer. For the last 40 plus years, I have been in the business and educational worlds and self-employed for most of those as well. I am the published author of both fiction and nonfiction books, and I have had the pure pleasure of mentoring hundreds of people over the last 30 plus years. So yeah, I've accomplished some things, but I've also had some failures. I've had setbacks, and I can tell you I've also experienced true loss. It's through all of that, the good and the bad, that I have learned. After all, I've earned every one of these gray hairs I've got. So, it is those experiences, my education, and my creativity that I use to try to communicate with you, to help you, and to encourage you to change and shift your impossible to possible. Side note, and a disclaimer, I am not a medical professional, nor am I a licensed therapist. So if you need that particular help, please do consult a local professional. So grab a coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat. This is Coffee with Keith. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm Keith Brown. So glad you have joined me today. I just, from the bottom of my heart, I tell you, every week I look forward to just sitting down and being able to talk and chat with you on these podcasts. And I am, I truly do thank you for being part of it. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do wherever you listen to the podcast. Hit that subscribe button. That's important. You're going to get a, every episode 
I also would love for you to share it. You know, you are a way that we grow organically. If you just share it, then hopefully somebody will see it and they'll listen and maybe they'll get something from it as well. Um, also, if you uh, feel led, you can give it a five-star rating. I would appreciate that. And you know what? I really want to encourage you to put some type of feedback there because that when I see that, that just feeds my heart. It lets me know that you appreciate this podcast and what I am trying to do for you. Okay, so uh, that little bit of business out of the way, we're going to get started on our topic today. And I'm going to tell you straight up, it's not a real pleasant topic, but it's an important one. It's because it affects so many of us in our lives. Now, I'm going to tell you that because I specialize in divorce and the thriving after divorce, getting ourselves through divorce and 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 you know, going on beyond that. Um, that's one of my specialties. I'm going to basically present this idea of grief in light of that subject. However, just know that the things we're going to talk about today are applicable to every avenue of life when it comes to grief, whether it's the loss of a loved one, whether it's the loss of a job, whether it's whatever you have experienced as true loss in your life, this lesson today will apply, okay? But just just want to put that out there that I am speaking primarily with the idea in mind of speaking to you who have gone through or are going through the pain and loss from divorce. The first thing that I want to mention is something that you may have already seen. I, it's been around for a long time. Uh, it's been talked about by many circles, and that is the five stages of grief. Now, I'm just going to briefly tell you what they are. This is based on uh, Kubler-Ross's book, and um, it's been debated. It's been discussed in um, in all types of therapy circles, and uh, and I know that because I've been involved in some of those discussions. Some people suggest that there are actually seven stages of grief. I don't really want to get bogged down in the details as much as the idea of us having different stages of grief. So just for completeness, I'm going to stick with five, and I'm going to tell you what they are, and just briefly a little bit about each. If you need me to go into more details in a future podcast, just let me know in social media, through the podcast comments, or um through connecting with me on social media and let me know that and I will certainly try to do a future podcast. But for right now, the five stages of grief are primarily denial. That's one stage. And denial is basically that immediate response that people have when they are thrust into some degree of loss. Um, it, it's sort of our mind's way of coping initially. So basically what we are doing is presenting ourselves with a false reality. And that false reality is just trying to protect us. It's our mind's way of trying to protect us from the sudden onslaught of this loss experience, whether it's divorce or, like I said, something else. So denial is indeed a way that a lot of people deal with grief. Secondly, anger. Anger is a stage when we begin to shift from the non reality situation, and we begin to begin our minds focusing on, okay, this is reality. This is truly happening to me. 
And it's often that we see at that moment of shift between the the non-reality to the reality that we'll see people move into a stage of anger. That is anger, and that anger can be anger at God, which time and time again I have seen. And to be honest with you, there have been times in my life when I was a little ticked off at God myself. It's a perfect natural thing, especially those who believe in God, a supreme being. How, God, could you have allowed that to happen to me? And so anger becomes a very natural response. Another one of the stages is bargaining. Have you ever heard anybody trying to negotiate with God? (laughs) Maybe you've done it. Um, God, if you just take this away from me, I promise I will do this. God, if you'll, if you'll not let this person die, I love them. Don't let them die, Lord. If you do that, then I promise I'll be a better person. God, if you, if you don't, you know, take all this stuff away from me, if you don't let my marriage end, God, then I promise I'm going to be the best wife I could possibly be to my husband. Does that sound familiar to anyone? Yeah. A lot of people go through that bargaining stage. And then there's the stage of depression. And to be honest with you, it's extremely common. People get to the point where they begin to display all the symptoms of depression. And I don't can't go into all those in this podcast. I don't have time. But you basically know what it looks like. You've probably been around someone that has been depressed. Maybe right now you, my dear friend, are depressed. I get it. I, I've been there, been there, been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. It's a natural process that many of us go through when we experience true loss. And let me specifically speak to this divorce just a moment. Divorce is a traumatic loss to most of us who have gone through it. Okay? So don't beat yourself up about that. So depression is a stage of grief. And then Kubler-Ross suggests the last stage is one of acceptance. And that's when we basically come to terms with it. Now, coming to terms with it, accepting is not to say it's okay. It's not to say that I'm happy this happened. Not at all. What it is simply saying is I accept this is my new reality. And therefore, I have to deal with it and move forward. It's at that place that true healing takes place and true thriving, especially after divorce, can occur, opening ourselves up to all this life that can lay before us at that point. Okay? So those are the five steps of grief. Now, let me just also add these little parenthetical statements, if I can, in relation to those five stages. These stages are not necessarily linear. In other words, you don't go necessarily through these stages exactly like I just gave them to you. You might bounce all around like a ball. In fact, you may start lower down in that list and then move up. They are not linear. Every single one of us grieves differently. Every one of us has our own movement. And here's another thing. You can actually repeat the stages. 
you might pass through one of these stages and then go to another one and you feel like, okay, that one's behind me. I've moved forward. And you know what? It can come up and bite you when you least expect it and take you right back to it. Again, time and time again, I have worked with people that this has truly happened. And I have to remind them, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And here's another little thought. Some people don't experience all of these stages in grief. So so what do we know? We know that even though there are some general framework of grief, even though we know techniques to help people get through these grief moments of life, it still comes down to the individual. So you are you. You do you. You heal and move forward in your grief the way that works for you. Now, there's some other key things that I think we need to keep in mind. Let me run through those really quickly, if I may. The first is this. Denial of grief can set you up for a crash in your future. This is especially true, I think, in my in my work experience. And again, guys, I have been working with people and, and helping people in all areas of life for over 30 years. And I've worked with a ton of people. And I can tell you that in my experience, this is often present when I talk to men. And I, I, although things in our society, the way we think, is changing over time, obviously, there's still this 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 sense inside of a lot of men, and I'm speaking as a man here, that we feel that we have to be brave, that we feel that we have to be beyond pain. We have to be, we, you know, we can't cower to that grief. We, we can't let that consume us. We're a man, after all. We have to be stronger than that. And I say bull. Bull. It's not true. Yeah, we may say it, we may think it, and other people may tell us that, the old, uh, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and keep going. But there's a lot of people that have suffered needlessly because of that. So if you are a, 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 happen to be a man listening to this podcast, this applies to you too, my friend. This is one guy talking to another guy. Hear me. You need to grieve as well. And then ladies, same thing from you. A lot of ladies will think, you know, I've got to be strong for my kids. And yes, you do. You do have to protect your children. I get that, especially in divorce. And boy, we're going to talk about that in another episode down the line. But that doesn't mean you can't give yourself permission and the ability to grieve. You have to do it. And if you know someone that's gone through this process, especially divorce, like like I said, that's my primary focus of my work, be sensitive to that. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, friend, Keith again, just dropping in really quickly to remind you that I am available for individual coaching. 
you know, for the last 35 plus years, I have had the joy of working with so many people over so many issues. So if you could use some coaching, check it out. Listen, I've got the time, I've got the experience, I've got the desire, and I've got the heart. All I need is you. The link's in the show notes. I hope you'll check it out today. Now, back to the episode. Okay. I will also tell you that there are times when people are going through grief that you need to visit a medical professional. I have had people I've worked with that I have partnered with a phys- their physician because there there have been people who have needed to get medicinal support. Now, it doesn't have to be permanent. It may be, but it doesn't have to be. But there are times when a person needs that extra help. Please, if that is you, talk to your doctor and get that help. There's nothing to be ashamed of. And if you are a fellow Christian, that doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're any less of a faithful follower of God. It just means you need a little extra help. Nothing wrong with that. Please hear me. Nothing wrong with that. Another thing that I want to encourage you to do, if you're going through grief of loss, especially, again, in the area of divorce or, for that matter, whatever area, I think it's really important to get trained professional help sometimes. Now, again, not everybody needs to do that, but there are enough people that do. That could be a local licensed therapist. It could be your pastor. If that pastor has, let me just say this, if that pastor has been trained in good pastoral counseling, then it could be a good pastor. It could be a coach or mentors, such as I am. But I, I just want to encourage you, if, if you feel you need to get someone to talk with you and help you, that you'll do it. Because we have seen, and I have seen in my own practice over the years, so many people that it just helps because we, we help them see things and, and we help them understand things. We help them see the light at the end of the tunnel and we help them make conscious changes that they want to make and need to make to move on. So if that's you, I just encourage you from whatever source it is for you to get that help. In light of that same general area, I want to encourage you to look at your inner circle. You need to have fellowship and support from those that you love and those that love you. But let me just give you a little word of caution here. Please don't allow them to tell you how and how quickly you need to get over your grief. They don't mean anything bad by that. They're not trying to purposely hurt you. What they, what they want for you is for you to be okay. They want you to be that person you were before this major loss happened in your life. So they may say some things with all good intentions 
just because they want you to be better. So if you're listening to this and you're one of those support people in another person's life, remember that. Be careful what you say because it's that important. Speak love, speak encouragement, speak support. An inner circle is vital. I think it's crucial. And studies have told us time and time again, for those that are dealing with grief, support is critical for healing. The, the worst thing you can possibly do, folks, is cocoon, 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 is to hide yourself away, to remove yourself from other people. And it's very tempting to do that, by the way. And truthfully, we probably all do it at times, even in the grief process. Even those of us who know better and practice this professionally, there are times when in our own loss, in our own grief, we have to have time by ourselves. That's okay. Take some time by yourself. That's fine. But don't live there. You've got to be around people to help and give you strength and encouragement and love to heal. Please use your inner circle. And then there's two more things that I want to end with today in this whole idea of grief. The first is this. If you're a child of God, just remember his arms are around you. The Beatitudes of Christ say, Blessed is he who mourns. Because our God's going to comfort them. I believe that. I hold on to that truth. I hope you do as well. And the last thing that I want to tell you and share with you from my heart today in this area of grief is this. Often, it is the people that we are closest to that we hurt unintentionally due to our grief. Okay, let me say that again and try to just say it again where you can hear it because you need to hear it, okay? It is often the case when a person is going through grief that they will lash out unintentionally they will lash out to the person or persons they love the most. Did you hear that? It's true. It's true. So if you're going through grief, just know that. Maybe you want to just be aware of that so that you can try to not do that as much as it might be naturally desirable to do. And I say this primarily for that other person. If you are part of the support system for a person going through grief, please, please, please don't take it personally. They are not in their right mind. They are not able to think clearly as they would if they aren't buried in that grief moment. So hear my heart here, folks. Give them 
some slack, please. Okay? All right. I said it wasn't an easy topic. It wasn't an uplifting topic. But it's a, it's a topic that we all go through. It's a topic we all experience. So that's all I want to say in this particular episode of this podcast. If there's anything you want me to expand on in a future podcast, then send me an email. Send me a, a message on one of the social medias. Let me know because I exist and this podcast exists to serve you anyway that I possibly can. Okay. That's my heart. That's my calling. That's my goal. That's my want. All right. So it's time for me. I could tell I need something to drink. I'm going to go take me another sip of coffee. You guys, I hope that you just have a wonderful day. Make it a great day. And I do pray that you're going to heal all those hurts and you're going to shift the impossibles to possible. Be blessed. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, one more thing. If you've really enjoyed this show and you appreciate what I try to bring to you each week, then I would ask you to really think about going to my Patreon page just to support this show. You'll find the link in the show notes, and I appreciate it. You could do so for just a $5 gift, and I would appreciate that help as we try to keep this podcast coming to you each and every week. 